0: Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today we're going to be joined by late model driver Jason Haney. We will also hear from Tyrone from Mississippi Thunder Speedway, and also Steve from the Napa Star Group stores, right after a few words from our sponsors.
1: Mmm, can you smell it? The aroma of fire fusing with the meat's outermost layers. A fragrance so unmistakable you can almost taste the flavor. This moment of grilling perfection brought to you by Cookies Sauces and Seasonings. Don't risk ruining quality cuts of meat. Barbecue like a boss with Cookies Barbecue Sauce. For recipes and cooking tips, visit CookiesBBQ.com. And remember, smart cookies use cookies.
2: Cookies is the one. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota has provided everything to modernize and improve your Hot Rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507-527-1020. whereas as they say, no robots. Just real people.
3: Let Napa take the guesswork out of finding the right mix of fuel for your outdoor power equipment. This month, stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store or visit Napa Online and pick up a 32-ounce container of ready-to-use, true fuel-engineered fuel and oil starting at just $6.99. Simply open and pour for the perfect mix every time. With true fuel, you'll keep your equipment running its best start after start. Valid at participating Napa Auto Parts stores or Napa Online. Offer ends 430-2023 20, or while supplies, last. See store for details. Napa, a proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. Hi,
4: this is Steve
0: from Coles Electric. Coles Electric understands businesses like yours need to operate efficiently and safely. If you are looking to upgrade your electrical service, lighting, or just looking for advice, give us a call. Remember, we have 24-hour, 365-days-a-year emergency service. We can dispatch at Tech anytime. Look us up at ColesElectric.com or call 507 451 one, three, eight, seven.
5: Let me tell you, friends, about our store's a great place we call Miner's Outdoor.
6: Miner's Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs, from chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miner's Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie.
1: Miner's Outdoor,
2: major tough. Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load machines and develop the Ultra Force suspension software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all new Circle Track app, your ultimate go to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Wears Machine, Ultraforce, and the Circle Track app to take them to victory lane. Shop now at WearsMachine.com, UltraForceTech.com, and the all-new CircleTrackApp.com. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weirs Machine. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last, PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306.
0: Welcome back to the driver segment here on the dirt show. And it is my pleasure today to be joined by number 76 late model driver, Jason Haney from Iowa and Jason last November, we sat with you and your dad at Marty Pringle's place before the Iowa hall of fame and museum banquet. Your dad is a blast to listen to and can spin some great stories on the racing days of old.
1: Yeah, he, uh, He's got a lot of good stories. He's been around a lot of a lot of good racers ever since I was growing up. He's had good racers race for him, and then I've kind of carried on the tradition. And we started racing go-karts together and then just picked up into late models and have been doing that since I was 16 till today. So, yeah, he's he's been very, you know, my mom and my dad have both been very instrumental in my racing career for sure.
0: Where did you get your start in karts? Where were the local tracks that you raced at, and how far did you go in your karting career?
1: There was a karting track real close, actually. There was one in Blairsburg, Iowa, which is just east of my place right now by six miles. There was one there, and then they actually, a guy turned in our our home track here in Webster City. It was Nessa Brothers Speedway, and he had the four-cycle IKF Grand Nationals there for probably four, three or four five years towards the end there when I was still running juniors and go-karts and so we didn't have to go very far to get really good go-kart racing and then we raced at, at Tulsa in the in the Expo Center once we went there and tried that and we raced some pavement stuff at Jamaica, Iowa, went to Forest City, Poplar Grove in Kamar, Iowa. Yeah we, we kind of ran around anywhere around here but we, we didn't have to go too far. We, Webster City like I said had one of the better go-kart facilities in the country there for a while.
0: For fans that may not have experienced what carts can do on a dirt oval or even on a paved oval, we're not talking the old-time carts that your grandpa bought you and you rode around the farm or down the driveway. These carts definitely get with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're definitely hooked up and they got people building these frames out of, out of high-dollar tubing benders that build the whole frame in one tube, you know, bend it all together, and CNC lasered, and engines are dynoed, and, you know, the tire prep that goes into karting, and there's a lot of good kart racers that come out of there and and end up in big cars or or anything else. I I think the guys I raced against in go-karts, just off the top of my head, I mean, I got the the Simpson brothers that run late models. They ran go-karts here at Webster against me. Uh, A.J. Foyt, the fourth, he came here for the Nationals and raced. Dusty Zomer, he's in a sprint car. I raced against him. J.D. Arringer, he's a good modified late model driver. There's just a bunch of them. You know, even even the younger guys in the modified sport mods that are at the big tracks now all raced around here, and I saw them race or at the Dome and, you know, in Des Moines and, and things like that. So it's uh, it's a very good way, if you're interested in racing, to get your, get your feet wet and get some really good laps and, and get the competition and do some side-by-side racing and really kind of get involved in it and see what you think.
0: The late model history in the state of Iowa, it just oozes tradition. Who did you grow up watching that made an impact on your career?
1: More so, I started actually paying attention to guys when I started driving. Because when I was younger, I mean, I I did pay attention to racing. I paid quite a bit of attention actually to sprint car racing because my dad and and his work employee, they'd actually go to Knoxville every Saturday and tag me along and go to Houston. And stuff like that. I mean, I remember obviously, you know, Bob Hill around here and and Mike Smith and and the Shryox and guys like that. You know, and the Kaziskis, obviously, when they'd come over for the Bush All Stars, I didn't start paying a ton of attention until I started actually getting older to where I was starting to race big cars because from about eight on up to 16, I was racing go karts. So I was gone on the weekends all the time racing, doing my own thing, you know, and I didn't spend a lot of time at a lot of these tracks watching guys because I was trying to work my way up to do something.
0: Is there a story behind the number 76 on your car?
1: Yeah so we, when I started racing go-karts I was actually number four and then I just for some reason I didn't think the number four looked very fast but I knew there were these two brothers from California it was PJ and James Chesson and they, they had green and silver sprint cars and the one was number seventy six and I remember watching him and he won one time and started doing donuts on the front stretch and obviously my dad won't let me have a green race car, but that, that was beside the point. But I just thought the number seventy six looked fast and then, you know, with kinda coincidentally with the way things are going and, and the friends of Jeff Ikey and I've become. He's seventy seven and I'm seventy six and it's just kinda been like that. But I've just ever since then I put it on my go kart there about the next year after we were the number four, and I've, I've been the 76 ever since, and it was just purely based on, I thought the number looked faster than a, than a number four.
0: Is your dad against peanuts in the pits as well?
1: <laughs> no, he's he's okay with that. He is superstitious. I think, he, you know, he tries to say he's not, but he's got his own little things he does in the grandstands and what he takes with us on road trips and stuff, but he just isn't a big fan of green on race cars, and I've never. I think there is some really, really good looking green race cars and, and some pretty green race cars, but we just never have. I've always really enjoyed the blue and orange. They've kind of been what I like and we've had different graphics and some different things, but the blue and orange is just kind of my mainstay colors. I've always just liked the fluorescent orange on blue. And then, and actually my dad's been fond of the plum crazy purple. Our first ever car I raced was like a, I can't remember what the exact year was now. It was a Harris car. It was a car that Mike Smith drove and Mark Elliott drove. And I think a couple of guys drove it, but it was one of the only later Harris late models. And I drove it and the frame was Plum Crazy Purple. So we've had purple on the car just about every year since we started too, just because the old man likes purple.
0: The historic Iowa late model tracks, those names every fan has heard of. Let's start with Independence. What are the characteristics of a track like that for you as a driver?
1: We go over to Independence, and it's definitely unique. I think the, the soil is a little different there. You know, the guys that run there all the time, like your Ed Sangers and your Kurt Martins and those guys, and even Ike that run over there all the time, they kind of get that stuff figured out and are really good there. And, and myself running around here in the state fairgrounds with the black dirt, it just seems to race a little different, you know, in, in the river bottom stuff. But Independence has always just been one of those tracks that's hard to get a hold of. I would compare it to kind of like a West Union type thing with the the surface. It's just kind of hard to get a hold of, and you got to really have your car good to get good traction and and make it work around there. The grandstands there are phenomenal. We go there about once or twice a year, and the grandstands are are really tall and big, and, and they've changed that place quite a bit since the first few times we went when they put those new grandstands there. I don't remember how many years ago they did that.
0: Davenport, the amount of laps turned there in late models over the years is astounding. What makes Davenport such a great late model track?
1: So I don't know if I've ever raced at the half mile at Davenport, but that quarter mile right now that Ricky Kai and the Kai family have put together and the races they got going on there, that is by far my favorite racetrack I've gone to and that I get to race at. So however they prep that thing and, and the corners are just so wide, you can roll around the bottom at, at a pretty slow speed and, or rip the lip at the top and be clear up there and on the chips and going and the racing just seems to be really really good there i've gone there i don't know how many times now in the last few years but you can almost guarantee that race is going to be really good even the stuff they do for the bigger guys when they go there it just puts on one heck of a race and i think they do the track work and they prep it in the soil that's there at the speedway at davenport it just works good for what they're trying to do and it's an awesome place they got a lot of room and big grandstands and that eastern iowa you know there's just a lot of race cars a lot of models in eastern Iowa and Illinois, and they seem to get really good car counts and really good race car drivers, and it puts on for a really good show.
0: Marshalltown. Many late model fans that I've talked to have said, this is the greatest late model bull ring on the planet, and the drivers better be up on the wheel if they're going to race there.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think Marshalltown is the track. I've even said to my crew guys and discussed with people, I think the guy with the fastest car usually always wins because the track gets to be racy at the end of the night, where you can move around on it. It's not just going to be one lane. You can run the very top. You can run the bottom. You can get through the middle. I think the guy that races and has the best car at the end of the night at Marshalltown usually wins, and you're right. That's one of the fastest bull rings, little racetracks, I've probably ever been on. I haven't had the best of luck there over my years, but it, it is a really fun track, and they get great fans, and the way they got the catwalk set up, and being able to watch everything and nothing obstructs your view, they take good care of that track and they again they prep it really well and make sure the racing's good. It's kind of a different soil too you know I wouldn't classify it as like a black dirt like whatter City is or anything but it's good and it doesn't seem to really latch up as bad so you can run quite a few laps on it and it'll get slick and make the driver really put the power to the ground and not just hammer down and not rubber up so it, it's it's definitely a really really good racetrack as well.
0: another thing about Marshalltown with the speeds and on a small bowl ring, when bad things happen, they happen fast.
1: Yeah, I can vouch for that. They definitely do.
0: Knoxville Raceway, what do you remember about when you rolled your car out on that track for the very first time?
1: Knoxville is just all together, just the, the grandstands, the, the whole place, being the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Lately when we go there, the Lucas Oil guys are there, but the first time we went out there, I didn't realize how fast you got going on that thing until you really get out there and feel it and pushes you back and and get going. It's just, it's a big track and it's, it's put together nice everything's enclosed so it just kind of magnifies everything like you're surrounded by seats the whole way around and it just kind of puts you in awe you know I know when I was younger we went there for the first few times we didn't do very good and, and it takes a different car and setup to really get around there and get your car to turn because you're going so fast I and mean, we've learned a lot over the years about going back there but yeah that's just a big fast wide racetrack with an unbelievable facility and track where it's fun to be able to go there you know we we get one show there a year with the slmr and we always look forward to going
0: you also made the trip to i-80 it is so sad when you think about all of these tremendous tracks that the value of the land that the tracks are sitting on make it a tough decision to sell the tracks
1: yeah i80 and what, what the kaziski family did with that place and what they had the silver dollar nationals as being and what it become under them and, and what they had done is just remarkable you know and, and i still race for them now under the slmr banner and appreciate everything they do for me as a late model driver but that track that's a pretty good jump for me over here in iowa for a guy with just a four-door pickup and a trailer but we always tried to make every trip we could over there to race just because the track was so fun and you knew the competition was going to be really good you You knew the fans were going to come out, and you knew they were going to take care of the track and make it racy and and make it so you could have fun racing on it, and you'd come home happy and not frustrated that the track was poorly maintained or anything like that. You know, they put just as much time in working it and making it good as I did on my car to go over there and race. That makes you really want to try and make it track out of state and go do stuff like that and make the trip on the track and the facilities like that one was.
0: And Jason, you're one of those guys that's not afraid to hook up that trailer and take that pickup and go.
1: We've been to East Moline. I think that's got to be at least five and a half hours or so. We've gone up to Fairmont on a Tuesday to their fair race and race. You know, Donaldson's four and a half hours. So, I mean, all these are pretty good trips because if we start doing stuff like that, we end up, you know, you got to get a hotel room or a three-day race weekend. But usually about five hours Illinois or something. Lakeside, Kansas is coming up in May. That'll be a pretty good trip for us, you know, but it's not too terrible. I haven't gone anywhere farther than six, seven hours from home. East Moline is probably the furthest away. And the last time we went there last year, we were running really good and running in second on the last lap. And the driver had a malfunction and ran into the wall, taking the white, ended up collecting another guy in the process and kind of ruined an actual really good night and turned it into a four-one.
0: That makes for a long trip home. It does. (laughs) We saw you race when they first reopened Sports Park in Fort Dodge. What a fun place to watch races,
1: yeah, it's a different place, and that's another track I try and support. You know, it's 20 minutes from my shop, and we always go over there and. and Try and do it if they have late models. And if they, if they did again that late models, we'd go support it. But, yeah, it's another fast racetrack that's got a lot of grip. And sometimes, depending on how it is, it can make things hard and make it hard to pass and do a few things just because we're going so fast. And you have to be that much better than everybody else to be able to pass them and do things like that. But they definitely try very hard. You know, everybody that's over there wants to try and make that thing work and really loves racing. They got good fans and everything too. So we've been to a couple of big late model shows over there. And if it's right, it's really good. Some places take a little bit more work and a little bit more things to, to be involved in the track to make them suitable for really good racing. And I think that one takes a little bit more. I think they've put a lot of dirt on it too, recently too, just to try and add some different things to it to liven it up a little bit
0: you talk about how fast you're moving, the drivability of these new late models. It's amazing what you can do with those cars on the track.
1: They've come a long way, even since I started with a, I think it was a 93 Harris. Now that I remember is the first car we had, you know, and then after that was a 2003 GRT. From there to where we are today with the car we just got, it's technology and the NASCAR stuff trickling down to us and all the technology and the help and the feedback you have from the whole industry as a whole and how much smarter everybody's gotten and shocks and springs and how they handle. They just keep getting better. I don't know how much faster in terms of lap time. It, it seems like we are. We're just so hooked up to the racetrack and, and the, the aero and, and everything that we got going on. Yeah, they're really fast. They've come a long ways. The safety aspect's gotten better too as well. The car steer and handles so much better than than I remember, you know, when we first started and just the cars are the noses are are glued to the ground and you can get the, the suspension, you know, you can you can get about anything you want and make it do what you want with the right people behind you to, to help you get there. But yeah, these cars are they're pretty impressive when you get down to what's underneath them and what all you got bolted on on the frame and stuff, they're they're pretty impressive pieces.
0: Speaking of the nose and aerodynamics, the infield tractor tire, how close is too close when you're running the
1: inside? When you hit it, you know you're too close because it'll fold your nose under and your bumper in, in a hurry. Us racers, We'll use any bit of racetrack you give us, whether it's on the bottom or on the top. But you give us an inch, we'll take a mile. We'll even try and bump the things out of the way to get down to some more moisture and make a lane that wasn't there before. We're greedy, and we're trying to get the fastest line and get to the best thing. So that's why you see some bad accidents, too, because guys get a little careless on where they're at and and hit one and that'll really junk a race car in a hurry. But, But, you know, like I said, we're all trying to... Go for the best square inch of real estate that's the fastest for our car to make them work because we all want to win so bad and and get our picture taken and be down there celebrating.
0: Living in Webster City and winning in Webster City at Hamilton County Speedway, winning the 2020 Late Model Championship in your hometown at your home track. I can't imagine what that feels like.
1: It's pretty cool. You know, uh, I would say 80% of my sponsors and, and my fans and just friends and family and, and everything being here, I know they all come and support it when the late models race here and, and did full-time and we we're weekly all the time. And over my course of 23 years now in the late model, we've had some of the toughest competition weekly you could ever line up against. We've had your Jeff Ikes, your Todd Coonies, Daryl DeFrance, Mike Smith. Craig Jacobs is here. You he, he just had a ton of guys. Jason Freeson used to come over from Nebraska when he was racing and, and try and run. And then your independence guys would show up once in a while. And we had 23 cars on a weekly basis where 12 of them could probably win any night. And a few of those were winning Deary Brothers titles and IMCA national championships at the same time they're racing against you weekly. So when we started and started going in this, it was just Wins and championships are very hard to come by because you're racing against guys that have 200 feature wins compared to our 50. So, I mean, it just it puts things into perspective. It's made us a whole lot better as a team and me as a driver starting off young like we did and racing against the type of competition we did. And it's kind of paid off here in the last three or four years. We probably had some of the better racing years that we've ever had and had some of the biggest wins we've ever had. And just getting ourselves tied together with really good people to help us do this. But yeah, Webster City, it always has a special place in my heart. I got a lot of laps around that place. Really enjoy it the old grandstands the people and just being able to celebrate and do those things in victory lane in my home track with all my friends and family coming down to celebrate with me and that'll never get old i want to keep doing that as long as we can and hopefully we can do it again this year some you know but it just is hamilton county is a really really nice facility had some of the best racers in the country have come through those gates you know so it's it just means a lot it means a lot to win anywhere but at your home track with everybody you know can see you it just makes it that much better
0: And then you throw a Lance Mathies and a Gary Webb into the mix.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, there's so many good guys that come. Not that I forget, but I mean, there's just, yeah, the competition is just incredible and the the amount of laps people have and their passion for the sport and, and what the other guys have done to help create this and keep it going and what they've done for late model racing. I mean... Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I think, you know, there's Lance Matthews who's here at the Fall Challenge, and then you had a, another kid from Wisconsin who's 16 years old who'll probably be the next one. You know, and it's just cool to see that.
0: And then you talk about the history when you walk down the hill and into the grandstand and you look at all those names on the posts.
1: Yeah, that's something really neat. They do all the Hall of Fame inductees. You know, the Racing Association has done a really nice job with helping to raise money and do things, and that's one of the cool things is the guys that have been well and deserving get inducted to the Hall of Fame, and they get their names put on plaques and get them put on the Host at the speedway and i think that's really neat if you're there and you, you walk through there you know you're gonna catch yourself looking at those names and trying to find people that are familiar to you and you've been there years ago or even the ones you know now that that are on there so that, that is that's very neat everything about it you're probably just like me Clayne, i just like going to racetracks and just seeing everything there is about it and knowing how many great drivers and fans and, and everything else in our sport have been there and what they've done and accomplished over the years for people that like the sport as much as we do, it's just pretty cool. It's neat. You know, it'll never get old. That's why when we sat down at Marty's shop that one day and just talked, I think Sanger was there giving stories, and I could listen to that stuff all day. So you meet some of the best people in your life doing this stuff, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's pretty cool.
0: Speaking of characters, another character you run with is and Charlie McKenna.
1: He's a good guy. Charlie and I talk quite a bit. There's not very many guys that race against that aren't nice and won't do anything for another guy. You know, and Charlie and I have become pretty good friends. My dad and I stayed with him at West Liberty on one of those trips where you go over there with your truck and trailer and we were going to go to a hotel and and Charlie and Max said, no, you can just sleep with us tonight. So that was one of the very few occasions my wife and daughter didn't go with us. So my dad and I were like, yeah, sure, we'll sleep in your hauler. So we got to kind of coop it up with all those guys a little bit down there in the pits and and stayed with them, so that just kind of shows you what type of person he is and, and what they'll do for you. So, yeah, he's he's an exceptional guy. You know, it, another reason why I like racing in the late model division is just the, the people, and I'm not knocking any other division by any means. Everybody will do it for everybody, but there's just a lot of mutual respect and help and everything else that goes on. But, yeah, Charlie, Charlie's a very nice guy.
0: Another big win for you was at home in 2022, the Bill Rice Memorial Race at Webster City. What a way to end the season.
1: That was very good. We needed that. You know, we uh, we actually went to Davenport, I think it was a couple weeks before that, and we're set up to win another Governor's Cup. We won the Governor's Cup the year before that, which was my biggest win in my career at Davenport. You know, we timed in good there, and and then we're actually going to sit on the front row of that feature, and we heard a motor and had to come home. Pulled that out and put another one in and got to race the Bill Rice deal, and, you know, I can't thank Jamie Songer and his family enough for putting that race on at Webster and getting the cars here, but... Yeah, that, that's a big race for us. The trophies here in my shop, I can see it right now, and drew a lot of cars, a lot of different cars that don't usually come and race Webster Weekly or anything, came and raced that, like your Lance Matthews and a few other guys from Wisconsin, and yeah, it was just nice to win one at, at your home track, and, and especially the paycheck was good, but one with a lot of history, behind it you know and i know that family really appreciates that race being put on and they had all of them there to take pictures in victory lane and and what it meant for them to carry on a legacy of their family and bill rice so that means a lot
0: i think your daughter's your biggest fan she loves dad and victory lane
1: she's great That's half the reason I'm still doing what I'm doing right now. Obviously, my parents, but my wife, Kelly, and my daughter, Ella, they don't miss any of my races. You know, they've only missed a couple, but they'd be there all the time and supporting me, and they're my biggest fans. And she likes going, and she likes being down there, and it's just a big family deal. I got a good crew, and and obviously my wife and my daughter. But, yeah, she's fun. She really enjoys it. She gets to put a couple little things on the car every year. That's what she wants to put on there. And just so she knows if her friends come down, she can show them what she's got on the car and obviously helps wash it in the mornings after race days and gets her hands dirty and and likes going. And she's met some other drivers as kids along the way, and they all play and ride a four-wheel around in the pits and stuff. So, yeah, she still really enjoys it. If it ever came a day where she 100% was against it, then we'd have to probably figure something out. But right now she likes dad racing and likes going and makes it a lot easier on myself.
0: She also seems to be taking over the role of crew chief and giving Dad a little advice before you put your helmet on.
1: Yeah, she's pretty good at that. She's she's picked up on a lot of things, but, you know, she's been at the races since she was two weeks old, so she's been around it her whole time, you know, or Kelly was pregnant the whole time we were still racing, so she's been here in cars ever since. She's been around it her whole life. She picks up on it pretty good. She knows what dad's supposed to do and not supposed to do, and, and also, like you're saying, with Charlie and all these guys we raced against, and she's become pretty good friends with all of them, and you can go over and get anything from them or give them crap or talk to them, and She's very smart. You know, we just got done with her third dance competition this last weekend, so she's got one more in May, and then we'll be able to just clean the slate and do some racing stuff until she's ready to do more dance and some other sports stuff. So it kind of works out where where her stuff she's into doesn't, doesn't necessarily get in the way of the racing in the summer, and we can all just go and have fun and support each other.
0: Speaking of dancing, did you ever see yourself as a dance dad? Has your daughter taught you some moves that we might see a victory lane dance this season?
1: Yeah, I didn't see myself as a dance dad. My wife and I both like basketball and sports and stuff, and she still does some of that, but she's really taken on to dance and really seems to enjoy it, and she's pretty good at it. So she does the competition thing, and they go all over and dance in competitions, and she loves it. So if a dance dad's what she wanted me to be, that's what I'll be. I support her 110%. I don't know about Boo. She's pretty limber. She can do the splits all directions, and she can do aerials and cartwheels and... Front walkovers, back walkovers, I don't even know what half that stuff is. I just know she talks about it. I can do a cartwheel, I bet, but that's probably about it.
0: Goals for the 2023 season?
1: I don't know. I want to keep winning races. That's kind of why we do it, just to set out and win races. We've been fortunate enough to win a race every year for the last 17. We've won a race every year. And I'd like to win a SLMR championship. very hard to do. We got third in it two years ago, and we were sitting in fourth last year before we had that malfunction, and, and we're right there. I think we're plenty capable. We have the equipment to do so. The hard part for us is is we all work full-time day jobs and sometimes getting off to do the things we need to do is tough and getting a full crew there because I do a lot better when I have all my help there and and I can't blame them because I got some of the best crew guys I could ever ask for. They've been with me since we started and they're like brothers to me and uncles to my daughter. So. We just do the best we can with what we have, and we've been very fortunate to get in with some really good people right now with our racing program. But yeah, I I think definitely get some more feature wins, win some more big races, and try and get the SLMR East Championship. That's what we set out to do. We're going to try and race all those races on the East and then do the West stuff that's close the ones that make sense to us and don't have to interfere with our work too much and make sure we all have jobs to come home to. But, yeah, you know, that's that's what we want to do, just keep winning races and hopefully maybe one day win a Malvern East Poker Trucking East Championship.
0: Jason, can't wait to see you blasting around a racetrack soon, and thank you so much for taking your time to be with us here on The Dirt Show today.
1: Well, I, I thank you very much, and thanks for what you do of keeping this dirt racing going and filling everybody in on everybody's stories. And, yeah, we appreciate it. You know, I appreciate everybody coming out to the races and watching us and filling the stands and and all the sponsors and everything else for all their support. And, yeah, I, I love it.
0: That's what it's all about. Get out and support racing.
1: Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you
4: need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV, camper, or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, call 455-3524.
3: Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new general manager at Foam Craft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging we want to talk to you we specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates pallets and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit we are here to help you visit us at foamcraftpackaging.com at aero race wheels they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company aero race wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem the only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see arrowracingwheels.com or call 888-895. Two three seven six today. Do
1: you know what many top race car teams use for small radiator leaks? It's Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. Effective insurance that keeps them in the middle of competition. Proven under the toughest racing conditions. And it works the same way in your car. Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak stops leaks in radiators and blocks sealing the leak while you drive. And it won't clog the cooling system. It mixes with all antifreeze and coolants. Take the advice of top race teams. Use Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak.
3: See our display at Running's. VP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. VP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency, winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, VP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of VP's high-performance products online at
5: vpracingfuels.com. At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance.
2: You already know, Rhino Ag builds the most robust tractor accessories in the agriculture industry. Ever wondered what a rhino would cost? Go to rhinoag.com and click on the Build Your Rhino tab. Select the product and spec it out with any option we offer. As always, contact your local dealer for any finance specials or seasonal offers at rhinoag.com. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault, 507 332 2434.
1: Midwest Collision. You better-
2: Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and
0: it is my pleasure today to be joined by Tyrone Lingenfelter from Mississippi Thunder Speedway. And Tyrone, we seen each other a few days ago at the Steve Yaggy reunion south of Rochester. And one thing I know both of us have in common is the appreciation of the people who came before us. The guys that used to drive the family car to the racetrack and hope they didn't wreck it that night because they had to drive it back home and use it for work, or the guys that used to flat-toe the cars to the racetrack, the old promoters and all the crazy promotions they came up with to draw fans. It's just that history behind the sport.
4: Yeah, exactly. No and Thanks for having me on, Clay, I appreciate it. As a kid that grew up and seen all that stuff, it's awesome to go back, and obviously I'm only 33 years old, so I didn't get to see quite as much history. I could see much racing back in the 70s or 80s, or even some of the early 90s, as some other people, but still, it's really cool to see all that. I like to consider myself kind of a student of all that. And I, you know, I've looked back at all the pictures and watched all videos that people share, whether it be on Facebook or other social media outlets and YouTube, different things. And it's cool to see. And then when you see the cars in person, you get to see all the drivers and talk to them. And, Hear all the stories heard mark noble talking about a few different things and stuff it's really cool it's definitely you know that race reunion union is great to be a part of just because we get to be on display and talk about our season but it's even cooler yet to see all those drivers you know together and just all the feature wins that are in there you know and the thousands of feature wins between everyone that's in there it's pretty cool
0: and talking about your track and a season opening up this is the best event schedule i have ever seen You've got a great, diverse lineup, and you kick off the season opening Friday night, April
4: 21st. You know, it's only about four weeks away, a little less than four weeks. We can't wait. Hopefully, that means the weather will keep pushing our direction, and yeah, we're excited for this. we got a lot of different things going on. Obviously, some new ownership as well, too, so the new group is really excited to see what we can get going on April 21st.
0: You kick it off right away May 4th. 5th and 6th with a huge event, the Dairyland Showdown and I would highly recommend fans getting their tickets early
4: Yeah, May 4th, 5th and 6th we got, like I said, the Dairyland Showdown World of All uh, Late Miles are coming back Twin 5,000 to win features on Thursday and Friday so essentially we're taking the field, cutting in half. So let's say we have fifty late models. We basically cut it in half. We're gonna be down to twenty-five and twenty-five. You don't have to worry about qualifying and heat race, and there won't be any B mains those night for the late models. And then everything kind of works together with points working towards Saturday for the fifty thousand to win show. And then we also have USRA modifies that weekend. They're gonna be racing one thousand to win Thursday, two thousand win Friday, and five thousand to win Saturday. So it should be a really good show for them as well. And not just on the track, we have a lot of stuff going on off the track too. We got a golf tournament on Friday, bean bags on saturday a wine tour on saturday so a lot of things going on so check out our facebook page so you can get signed up for that stuff and like you said get your tickets ahead of time the link is on our website as well as on our facebook page
0: june 2nd stars and stripes 40 with the dirt king late models another great group of late model racers
4: Yeah. And Dirt Kings is always cool. I always appreciate those guys. You get a mixture of our Wissota guys and the open late mile guys. The open late mile guys put a restrictor on which kind of brings them back down to Wesota cars. And the racing is always really good. I love the Dirt Kings series. Jason, Sandy Schultz, they come over usually twice a year. It seems like now every year they do a phenomenal job. Great people to work with. They'll do anything for us and always answer our phone calls. And it's good to have them. We got Arcadia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram back on board for that event too. They've been a good marketing partner of ours now for the past couple years. So excited to have them back again again and it'll be kind of two late mile shows early in the season already and it's just a little more local guys with their kings but it's still definitely a cool big event
0: something totally new on the schedule this year june 23rd and june 30th race and dirt thunder summer series what is that tyrone
4: it was something last year. We actually, we basically put it on our schedule last minute. It was something with race and dirt. It was just kind of a two race deal just at Mississippi Thunder. It was just something we tried to kind of do. It worked out really well. And now this year we wanted to broaden it a little bit. So the race Under Thunder summer series, June 23rd, it's actually June 23rd, 24th, and then June 30th and July 1st. So they're going to be at Mississippi Thunder on the 23rd and the 30th, and they'll be at Deer Creek Speedway on the 24th and July 1st. We've been working together with Deer Creek on some more stuff now, Cole, Queens, and it Sorensen kind of heading the way over there, and they've been great to work with. And on this deal, we kind of wanted to get a track where we can join up between Friday and Saturday night, and drivers can get between two weekends, get four nights of racing between the B-Mods and the A-Mods, and kind of get to show off for those two weekends. So the B-Mods will be racing for $1,000 to win each night with a $1,000 point fund between those four races, and the Modifieds are racing for $2,000 to win each night with a $2,000 to win point fund. So technically, if someone in Mods were to win all four nights and get that point fund, they could go home between those four races with 10 dollars. So that's a pretty cool and exciting deal for them.
0: And what we've talked about as fans over the years, it's so great when our local tracks can work together and schedule things together because big things can happen.
4: Oh, exactly. It's only good for both of us. Obviously, I think they'll try to make it over here, I believe, for one of those nights, if not both. I'm sure Bob, Tim, and myself will be over there at Deer Creek Speedway for at least one of the nights, if not both, as well. So it's really exciting. It's good for the fans. It's good for everyone. It takes care of drivers as well, too, because it gets them some money in their pockets. Like I said, two tracks are only you know an hour and a half from each other. There's no reason why not to work with each other if we can, and it works out well in this deal. And like I said, hopefully there's even more things down the road with Deer Creek we continue to work on for everyone.
0: July 28th, the K-Town Showdown, honoring Casey.
4: Yep, like I said, another memorial deal. You know, we've been doing this race, I believe this is the fourth year of the K-Town Clash. And then we'll be saving deals last year. I think it was 6,000 Win. We're going to do the same thing. We've had great turnouts every year, great fan turnout. Can't thank the Knutson family enough for letting us put this event on each year. I know it's a big deal for them. They have a lot of family and friends that come out for that event. You know, it's always tough to have to go back and kind of remember. It's good we want to remember Casey. He was a huge part of our racing program. sucks that we have to sit here and do a memorial for him because he died at such a young age. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of people were touched by him, so it's only right to keep honoring him every year, and we look forward to having that event again in July.
0: Friday night, July 18th, Rumble by the River 40. You bring the Dirt King late models back. And there is always something to do on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday over in your area along the river. People like to go antiquing, go to rummage sales, come over there and camp. What a great place to see the races and enjoy just the whole area.
4: Yeah, for sure. We have different wineries and stuff like that, too, so I'm um, always a lot going on. Like you said, it'd be great to have the Dirt Kings back for another event. What's cool that weekend as well is that same weekend, then on Saturday night, the Dirt Kings late models for the first time ever going to Deer Creek Speedway. 5,000 to win at our track, 5,000 to win at Deer Creek, so another great weekend where we got the chance to team up with Deer Creek and work together on a show. So late model guys can travel from whether it be south, north east west you know you know if they're coming from two three hours away can knock out two good tracks in the area for going back home because it makes it a lot easier with fuel and stuff too and you can get two tracks like that close by where you can get good paying shows and it, it makes the trip worth it so hopefully those will be well attended events in, in august
0: another collaboration between you and deer creek friday night september 15th prelude to the stock car nationals at deer creek the following night
4: Yep, same deal. We brought USRA stock cars on board full-time this year. It's a class we've always really liked. We just finally now we got the opportunity to get them on board full-time. Deer Peak also picked up the hobby stocks full-time at their track. So between the two, we got both of them going on. So all summer long, hoping to have a lot of good cars there and then that weekend we thought it was a good idea to get a full weekend. So same deal when guys making the long haul. They don't just come to Deer Creek and then they turn around and go home. Now they can come up here, they race here, go to Deer Creek on Saturday for so their huge payout. I believe it's ten thousand wood stock cars here, which is awesome to see. And then Sunday as well, Mason City is gonna be running stock cars and hobbies. Plus, I believe Bima is just like we are on Friday. So it should be a really good weekend for the stock cars and the hobby stocks.
0: I was very pleased to see that you moved the great pumpkin races to the end of September instead of early October. I think that's a smart move, September 29th and 30th
4: hopefully. Mother Nature's been good to us so far with that event, and now the, you know, the USRA Nationals are going on the first weekend in October, so it works out pretty well that weekend for us. We'll always kind of stay that first weekend before the USRA Nationals because there's a ton of cars that go down there to Lucas Oil Speedway. It's a great facility, great event that they have, and the hopefully that great pumpkin race weekend will be a good weekend for us, for more guys get national point events, stuff like that, before they head down there for the uh, big USRA Nationals, and it's just a great way for us to end the season. And It's awesome. On Friday night, we usually have a D DJ and Bonfire and a lot of drivers I feel like turn out because they're looking to hang out with everybody one more time kind of before the season winds down it's one of the last events up in the northern area anyway so it's always a great time great for us to thank everybody for coming for the whole season our staff you love them stick around and go camp out for the weekend or go to the Bonfire as well so it's kind of a like we like to look at like a fan customer driver appreciation type deal where just one last race where everyone gets to go out have a good time and get ready for the next season again.
0: Tyrone, if they'd like any more information on Mississippi Thunder Speedway, what's the best way to do that?
4: Best way is go to MississippiThunder.com, or you can also check out our Facebook page. We try to keep both up-to-date as much as possible. We also do have a Twitter page as well, at Thunder at MTS. So we're kind of new to the Twitter world, but we're doing some stuff on there. So Facebook and the website are the two main spots to go to, but if you are, are someone that's on Twitter and you tweet a lot, you can check that out as well.
0: Thanks for being with us, Tyrone
4: yeah thanks Clan. appreciate it extreme, extreme. Power.
2: Fast shafts drive shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Barry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more. And they currently build drive shafts for ninety percent of the major chassis builders. Fast shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast shafts All Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast shafts or from their network of dealers. Shipping daily. Across the country or worldwide. See FastShafts.com.
3: Race fans, mark your calendars from May 1st through October 1st this summer
0: as the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum presents our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside our museum. You'll see 10 of the iconic race cars that made Williams Grove Speedway the East Coast place to race since 1939. Sprint cars driven by Jan Opperman, Doug Wolfgang, Smokey Snellbaker, Van May, and many more. Plus, you'll enjoy the Williams Grove Speedway highlights videos that go along with these race cars and the days they raced. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway exhibit at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum starting May 1st in Knoxville. And don't forget, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open year-round, seven days a week, in Knoxville.
6: Big jobs on big properties demand a big side by side. A side by side like the first ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. This flagship model delivers serious power and performance where you need it most. Even more, it offers best in class comfort for six occupants with backseat legroom beyond compare. As for build quality, well, let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Trimble's in Austin, Minnesota, and see the all new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. Trimble's Cycle Center in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer.
1: We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin you in the seat feeling of a big block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead. Here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street Southeast in Rochester or call 507 282 5586.
6: Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today, and new customers will get six months for the price of four. If you prepay, call 528-9900. That's 528-9900.
2: When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and Racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service people you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256 7766. That's 256 7766.
0: Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Steve from Napa Star Group Stores, and Steve, farmers, landscapers, and contractors are just waiting for the ground to thaw and the fields and lawns to firm up a little bit before they can get to work. Your local Napa stores are stocked up and ready with five-gallon pails of hydraulic fluid, oil, 55-gallon drums, heavy-duty batteries for all of this equipment to get everything ready to run for the season.
5: Yep, we are. We are, no doubt about it. And I think we're all waiting for this weather to firm up into some spring action so we can get back outside and do what we like to do and do the work we need to do. So you're right. We've got a lot of things ready in the stores, and we're ready to help everybody keep moving and get the job done.
0: You've got a lot of money tied up in your equipment, and you want to protect that equipment. NAPA filters are stocked up, and
5: they are quality. You're right. NAPA Gold exceeds manufacturer specs. So anything that's got a NAPA Gold filter seal on it, we're going to be as good, if not better, than what the original specs were. And yes, you want to protect your engine. You don't want that to blow up and have downtime. You need to take care of it, and it'll take care of you.
0: And speaking of downtime the last thing you want when it's planting season or you're out on a huge landscape job and a hydraulic hose blows, all you have to do is get to your nearest Napa Auto Parts store and they can make you a brand new hydraulic hose right on site.
5: Exactly. The majority of the stores can make hoses up to one inch and that'll take care of most cases, but there are hoses that are one to two inch and we have a few stores in the area that can do that too, so... The store will know if they can handle your need and where to go if they can't. We can take care of them one way or the other.
0: Throughout the season, every single month, you'll see a flyer with all of the local Napa store specials. What are some of the April specials that people definitely want to take advantage of this month?
5: We've got a lot I think that go with the weather typically when it comes to time year and what's coming up. The wiper blades are always big You know, it could be a little more rainy this year than what we've experienced in the past. So, we've always got sales on wiper blades, and there are a number of quality blades out there that really do the job well. Some of the other things, we've got a lot of oils on special antifreezes, many chemicals when it comes to rust preventatives or rust inhibitors. We've got soaps to keeping the hands clean and the, the fuel chemicals. And then, of course, with the grass greening up, there's always the lawn and garden batteries that we've got on sale and the RV batteries, which I was just going to touch on, you know, for the motorhome, and then also the bullets, the green batteries, we've got those on sale. So everything that looks towards the fun of summer and the work of summer, we should be able to handle that.
0: If you're out on the road heading for the races as a fan or a driver, or you're going to the campground and you have trouble, your trailer hitch starts to fail, or you have some trailer lighting issues, all you have to do is look for your nearest NAPA store. If they don't have the parts or the equipment at the store to fix it, they can steer you in the right direction because they know everybody in the community that can weld something heavy-duty or get you into one of the local NAPA service centers, get you fixed, and get you back on the road.
5: Exactly. We do a lot with trailer parts, bearings, lighting, pitches, balls. All the things you need to tow with a trailer, we've got a pretty good selection of that. Even the brakes and some of the backing plates, sometimes tires and wheels, towing is big, especially for racers. But then there are also, like we just talked, the boat people and the RV trailers and things like that. So towing is big, so we try to work with everybody on that.
0: Steve, thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show and look forward to talking to you throughout the season.
5: You bet. appreciate it.
3: Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper lawn mowers. We've been handcrafting
2: the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers
3: a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com.
6: Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg. Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or see AltonBergConstruction.com. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm
2: Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally-owned family business ready to serve southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors.
0: Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookie Sauces and Seasonings. Well, race fans, with this cold, wet weather, you're going to have to travel a little ways if you want to see some racing. Last weekend's Texas Outlaw Nationals with the World Outlaw Sprint Cars at Devil's Bowl Speedway in Mesquite, Texas. James McFadden led all 30 laps on his way to the $20,000 payday over Michael Kofoid and Carson Macedo. If your classic isn't so classic, bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old
1: Highway 14 one mile west of Walmart for 50 years. Reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miscan Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507- 684-2100 or online at Miscan.com Com. Miskin Auto Parts, in God we
5: trust. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.